Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo, and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Welcome. Greetings. And um, I guess I'm going to start this episode with something that I did this week. And I had been like putting it off for quite some weeks, but I finally got to it. And now that I did it, it's it's been like key for this week. And I think like going forward is going to be, which is like writing a personal, quote unquote, like a personal mission statement. So pretty much like what are my value my values that I never want to break regardless of anything. So maybe like, oh, I don't want to lie. I want to keep my word, stuff like that. And what I noticed now, because I saw this in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, the book. He said to do this, but I was it was one of those moments where like I was reading the book and I was like, eh, I'll do it later. <laughs> Not right now. I, I'm enjoying reading. And I finally did it. And I feel like so the main thing that I got from this is that in situations where otherwise I might have compromised these values for how how small it may be that compromise, now I notice that it's not happening because it's always in the back of my mind. I'm like, fuck, I can't do that. I can't just be a not a shitty person, but I, I can just go against this. And that's one of those exercises you were just talking about in the book. It's very prone to that. It's prone to you, like, going through the book, reading that. He even tells you, like, multiple times, do this exercise, it's important. And they're like, eh, yeah. I'll do it later and just keep reading it. And that's one of the hardest things is then to go back and actually do it. I actually, I also noticed that one. And with, with a lot of books, if they have those kind of exercises that, that they require you to sit down and think about yourself and your values, it's one of those things we never do, actually. Yeah. And so... I think that's why we resist it so much, but it's also why it's so important. And in that case, you you can also you can already tell the difference. Yeah, for sure, and and it's it's really noticeable. I think the just the act of writing it, because for the most part, it's things you already know. But if you you don't have them write, written down, it's easy to just be like, ah, I'll not do it just this time because it's not convenient. Because a lot of times, it's not going to be convenient. Like um, I had one uh, just to give like a practical example. I wrote that uh, one. It's like uh, I always try to which was it? Um, I always try to like make people feel good about themselves and myself as well, but never at the cost of anyone else. You know, never putting anyone down. And I noticed one time I I was with some friends and I did. It was like a small thing. Maybe the other person doesn't even remember, but I did like a joke or something that was clearly not in accordance to that. And so that when I got home, I was like. Wait a second. I was like remembering. I should not have done that. So then I just went ahead. And before I, w- I would just like be, oh, I don't care. But this time I was like, no, I got to text him, say, apologize. Even if the person doesn't remember anything, by writing this down, you're, you don't allow yourself to, to compromise your own values. Because at the end of the day, like he says in the book, the, you should like start with the goal in mind. And this is the goal. The goal is not to, in whatever you do, it's not to like, oh, I want to get super rich. I want to, um, you know, get super jacked or whatever. That may be one of the goals, but that goal is never going to be bigger than to live in accordance to this, at least in my opinion. Yeah. yeah the, the how you do it will always be kind of the, the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. And I, that's, a, that's a good example of something also I've been kind of experiencing with and listening a lot uh, to recently, which is, uh, I think it's from Aubrey Marcus, I heard it on a podcast, and it's called like, he calls it like true discomfort. So in the self-help space, we've kind of 
talked a lot about discomfort and getting out of your comfort zone. And we usually, as guys, assume that is like go out into the rain and run, or just like go do a hard workout, go do like physically uncomfortable things. And the the problem with that is that's a good step, I think, for most people. But then there's like those guys that eventually like they enjoy yeah. that like physical discomfort thing. They enjoy that. They enjoy it, so it's no longer kind of uncomfortable because they like it, and so it kind of defeats the point of it. And I think that's a good example. Like maybe for you, it's more uncomfortable to even like apologize to someone than to do to do those like type of really physical stuff. And so that for you, that's like true discomfort, and maybe that's where you grow more. I, I saw Aubrey Marcus talk a lot about things. He gave the example of like like dancing. Most men are really like uncomfortable at the thought yep. of dancing, and he was just like, and I mean really like, he said it like, I mean really like really effeminate dancing, like just turn the lights off in your room, shut the door and whatever, and just like allow yourself to express yourself in like a, a really woo woo manner. And like I, I thought about that, I was like, yeah, man, that's something yeah. really <laughs> I would not want yep. to do that. And so that's that's like true discomfort for me and maybe it's like where the most most growth opportunities are and i think with most most things when you're like you're really afraid of doing something you should probably do it and this is one of those examples that i think doesn't get enough exposure because no one wants yeah. to do it especially the people that are preaching the, the message yeah like you you, know? you would not imagine david goggins or jocko just just but dancing Jocko's like mick really jagger good, you know yeah. kind of thing <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, but, no, but it's yeah. true. And, um, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned like Aubrey Marcus. Uh, I've also been ris uh, listening a lot to his podcast. And yeah, I feel like that's a super good example because at some point, like going to the gym becomes more pleasurable than it is painful, you know? Yeah. But those, and if you, I, I feel like you can see this, especially if you go out at night to any dance club or to any bar, you see, I'm not any, not everyone, but most guys are, if they're not drunk, they're super stuck super like stiff and shit yeah. because that's it because the uncomfortable thing in that situation would be not the well in that situation we just like to dance or to go talk to whoever you want to talk to and it's and it's super funny because most guys me included the first time i heard him talk about that i was like yeah goodbye <laughs> i'm gonna no thanks <laughs> but but it is true and that's how you know it's it's through discomfort. Uh, uh, but you like you, you actively avoid it. And this is also something that I find ridiculous in those like when you get those like motivation pages or st stuff on Instagram and they're like all about the hustle and the, the working hard, staying late. Yeah, like that's easy for some people. Like you, you think Gary V, what you think is hard, it's hard for him to stay late and do like he, he enjoys that shit. Maybe for him hard means something else. Or even a, a good example from my own personal life. Sometimes people are like. They talk to me because I really enjoy going to the gym and been getting more into it. So people are like, I'm not like you, like, how are you, you eat so healthy? You know, how can you like go to the gym? And it's like, it's not a question of how I, I, I like doing it. It's not hard for me. It's, it's like, it's not, I'm, and I'm not going to be faking like, yeah, yeah, no, it's a lot of motivation, commitment. No, it's like, I like doing it. It doesn't come hard to me. But if they would like to be, to that, that's like, I'm good at that. But if they, they were to ask me, like, if I'm, if I'm good in some other area of my life, that's maybe easy for them. But it's hard for me. I would have the same yeah. reaction uh, to, to them. So it's just kind of like recognizing the difference between people. Yeah. Also, and uh, going into that, finding also ways to make it pleasurable. You know, like you don't have to in the, like taking the dancing case. You don't have to every day dance like a woman in your room. However, once in a while, it would be helpful. 
And then if you notice it's helpful and you should do it more often, it's kind of, it's just finding a way of making it pleasurable. Which, to be honest, if you, yeah. if all of us just think a bit about it, it's not that hard. As long, for most things, you can make them pleasurable. Even if you have to resort to the most dramatic stuff, which is like, after I go to the gym, I can eat like some cereal or something, you know? Even if it's the, to start like the most basic level of thing that's going to give you pleasure. And then you just find, for example, like the gym, even if after the beginning you need that, eventually you start notice, noticing that, oh, I feel much better. I have more energy. And then it's just like, I don't need anything else to keep me going other than the fact that, that the thing itself. Yeah. So it's, it's more like the, the beginning of the habit, which is just like establishing that you are the person that does that. Yeah. And talking about that, I think that's a, a really good segue into the, the next thing I wanted to talk about. And for me, that's like the thing I found to create new habits and, and what makes it easy and pleasurable. For me, it's just kind of like, it's a really basic and old school thing, but it's just a to-do list. And I think that's, a to-do list is kind of checked off all those boxes. Like if I'm if I'm wa wanting to start a new habit, let's say uh, these past weeks I've been really focused on like adding a mobility yeah. routine to my schedule, and I was blown away at how easy it was. Once I just like wrote it down every day on my to-do list, just like do mobility routine yeah. in the morning, and I just do it and come check it off, and I'll be like, yeah, I checked it off. So I just crave the the checking off part of it. So I now I enjoy doing the the routine because. I knew at the end of it, I would get the pleasure of yeah. checking something off. And that, like, if you think about it, logically, it doesn't even make sense because it's just, like, it's completely emotional. It's just me checking something off in a page. There's no physical reward. But there's, that's just to showcase how easy it is for you to make something appeal, appealing to you. It's just For me, now it's just as easy as if I want to get a new habit in my life, it's just about putting it in my to-do list every morning and just making it simple and easy and just checking it off yeah. every, every and also day. one thing that has helped me i saw this a quote the other day i don't i can't say it exactly but which is instead of trying to add more things all the time first like see what the fuck you can take that's already damaging you because it's the same thing like if you go to the gym and you're you're adding weight on top of a bad um posture or what's what's yeah posture then form of oh. bad form then it's only going to get worse So first, the best thing would be not to add more on that, just the, you know, fix the base first. And I feel like with habits, a lot of times we try to, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and eat healthy and da 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 And, but first we don't even remove other shit that's, you know, harming us. Because, for example, a lot of people, you're going to have, most people have some type of addictions, whether that's sugar, uh, cigarettes, alcohol, whatever. So... I do believe that it's better in that case than before going to the gym, like remove one of those things. Before adding, take away what you can. It just makes it easier for you. Well, for you, of course, it's only for yourself, but it makes it much easier. I noticed, for example, when I noticed that, especially when like cleaning my room, it's, I try, sometimes I try to organize everything I have already here, but there's always shit I can throw away. They're like, I don't need this here. What the fuck is this doing here? You just take it away and then organizing that yeah. becomes much easier. And I feel like that for habits, the same thing. And if you like dive even into the micro of it, you can also do that. Like, for example, if you already go to the gym, then maybe you can simplify things to make, you know, maybe you skip some days because you're like, oh, I didn't have the plan that day. I forgot or something. Maybe you can simplify and then you solve yeah. that problem just by taking shit away instead of adding. So, you know, I feel like it's, um, mm -hmm. 
I think even Bruce Lee has the quote, or no, not Bruce Lee, but some philosopher that is, um, fuck, it's just, uh, the, like work is not perfect when you can't add anything else, but when you can't remove anything else. And it, I think it's yeah, Picasso or someone, yeah. but it, it is like that because more and more I start, I believe that to to live a life that you are, you know, you have pleasure in your days, it's just figuring out the basic things you actually value and then doing those basic things. And then don't worry if you do the other things good, but it's like, they're not that important. It can be like fitness, relationships, and my work. And that's it, boom. And then all the other things are like, eh, it's yeah. kind of, do I really need to be that good at playing golf, for example? For example, it's just taking someone. Or do I, especially for us, I think yeah. we have that uh, obsessive type personality. It's very easy to get like, distracted i don't know like one time i had what was it um some sport i did one time and i was like i sucked at it of course because first time and then i was like i want to become very good at this do it but like is that gonna help me in any fucking way no not really so you know yeah. it's more of taking away yeah. than at least for me than to adding stuff yeah that was definitely true with, with, with most things and i think it's tim ferris who said this but i'm not quite sure with which is like basically in like to improve your quality of life usually if you're in a situation where you want to do it because there's like you there's like one bottleneck it calls it it's like one thing that you're doing that's really like give, giving you most of the the harm or like some vice that you may have or some bad habits like most people they if they really look into it there's like this one thing that's taking away like 80 percent of the happiness that they could be having which like and I know this can be different for for everyone, like a bad relationship, like um, smoking, eating unhealthy, just watching too many YouTube videos. It can yeah. be whatever. But I think if you're usually honest with yourself and you just kind of go look into your life and just try to figure it out, you usually get to a, like a fairly simple solution, which is just like to remove the, the thing. And then once you remove it, I think you can have some breathing room for some different things. And that's where like the magic starts to happen. And also, inside of that, it's kind of the, the concept I've also been kind of really thinking about, that Gary Vee said it, which is, he, he basically says that people should, think, people should think more about the micro than the macro in life. So basically what that means is like, people are always like kind of thinking about what's my purpose, what, what's my goal in life, my mission, but they're then thinking like, what they're doing every day. They aren't thinking about the three hours of Netflix they're, way, they're watching a day and they are thinking about the, the relationship that they are not having, the friends that they're not meeting up with. Like, they're not making their days as enjoyable and giving them as much happiness as they could, get, could give, like, every single day. And that's, I think, even it's much more important for you to just, like, make every single day a good day than just trying to, to aim for that perfect life eventually. If you just try to get every day right or, or as best as possible, you yeah. eventually get yeah. to good places in life. Yeah, because like good. that is the long term is just the accumulation of days over time. So if you, and not to say like that you just do what feels good, but like let's say you decide one, every day, one hour, I'm going to work in my side hustle. And then like you just not forget about it, but you don't need the results immediately because you've committed to that action and not to any results, then you probably eventually get it much more likely than that guy who does like hustles for like six months and then gets burnt out and then, and then didn't enjoy any of that. All his days are shit. And yeah, I think also Aubrey Marcus yeah. talks about this. I've never read the book, but he has a book called um, Own Your Day on Your Life. 
I've seen him talk a bit about this. And it's kind of the same concept. Because, yeah, like you said, it's very easy to overlook the small things that actually make you enjoy life. Maybe it's probably like just drink more water, you know, eat more vegetables. <laughs> if, if for someone who doesn't do that, it's probably going to increase your quality of life by like, you could, like you're going to double it or something like that. You'll be like, oh, I feel much better. My mind is much clearer. My skin is better. I feel better. And it's so basic. And it's just, a, it's, 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 just pretty much listening to what your body is telling you to do. Yeah. And that's like the, the base foundation. Like if you feel good, it's more likely that you yep. do good stuff. It's just kind of like basic logic. I think also Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins said it's, it's like... Um, Physiology follows, no, psychology follows physiology, which basically means that, like, if you feel good in your body, it's much more likely that you feel good in your mind. Because, like, if you're finding it, like, have you ever just been, uh, like, have, have bad sleep for two days straight, have eaten, like, shit, and just compare that mind state that you have in those days, then versus when you have, like, good sleep, drink, like, lots of water, and eat, eat healthy, like, it's just, a whole completely different mindset. And even Jordan Peterson said, like, the first thing he does with the, like, in his psycho psychological practice, like, when people come to him with depression and anxiety issues, the first thing he gives them is, like, fix your nutrition. Just start eating, uh, like, more veggies and more good yeah. proteins and fats. And, like, yeah, people are like, whoa, that, that, that seems to work. It's like, yeah, because it, this shit matters. Like, if you take care of your body first, it's much more, like, it's much easier for you to take care yeah. of everything else. It's just, it's just kind of like, if you want a life hack, that's it. Just be healthy and everything else. Because but I feel like because it sounds so boring for most people. They're like, no, it can't be just that. Just eat like vegetables and chicken. No, it can't be that. And then, and I feel like, and then it's very easy to get lost also in the looking for the hacks. Oh, what's the time management hack? But for most part of, of life, results are not going to come from quote unquote hacks. It's like getting the big things right. Like, and ever since I started reading the seven habits of highly effective people and just focusing on that, you re I really noticed that. It's just focus on the big things, you know, write your mission statement, plan ahead, you know, and, and most of it just all those concepts is like on the day to day, you don't really feel like, oh, I'm improving so much. But on, if you look at it more long term and in general, you're like, no, this is much better. But it's also a big thing that I want to talk about is the people, the people who improve the most in any area, for the most part, are people who can like take themselves away from the results. Which, which I mean is that they, they don't need the result to keep going. And I feel like when people fail, it's always because they're expecting something. Like, oh, I'm going to start this new diet because I want to lose like 20 kilograms in 12 days. And then it's like, oh, it didn't happen? Well, fuck it. I feel that might as well go eat cake again. You're like, what? No. Or the guy's like, oh, I want to get super jacked in six months. Then he doesn't and, you're, and gives up and he's like, oh, I'm just going to eat cake again. And it's like, what? But because it's that, because it's that thing, it's, if he, if he really enjoyed just the process of going to the gym, it would, it would be more likely that would, he would get jacked. But because he was focused on that, on the process, and I see this, it's pretty much everything. Like, when the person is attached to the result of the thing, almost never they get the thing. It's almost, it's yeah. usually, it's, it's either he did like a big sprint and didn't enjoy anything and then he's going to lose that thing. Like, for example, in The Biggest Loser. 
the fat people lose a lot of weight, but then like 80% of them put the weight back again. Why? Because it was a sprint. And then like if you're going for the sprint, it's just short term, then it's all going to come back. But yeah, so it's the big thing for me, like whether it's habits or whether it's, um, you know, just any goal you have, it's kind of like a paradox, but it's if you can like let go of the results, you're much more likely to get it. If you can enjoy the process more than the goal itself, you're going to get it. But if not, you're going to most likely fail. Mm -hmm. It's which is yeah. it's kind of frustrating because you would want to really want it and then get it as well, but it doesn't. At my experience, it doesn't really work like that. When you really want it, and you want it super fast, you never get it. Yeah, I think even that is kind of besides the point because even when you really want it and you do get it, it's never yeah. as good as yeah. you expect it to be. It's just kind of like you get so excited for a bit and then you're like, oh, this isn't. Like this doesn't completely fulfill all my needs and I'm already feeling like I want something else. And then that's a big thing. So I'd say like going for a sprint is like a high risk, low reward kind of deal because yeah, if you really go for it, there's a risk of you falling, falling and just like going back to even worse ways than you were like in the case of the biggest loser. And even if you do get it, you won't feel that good because you don't, you, you, you didn't enjoy the process, you know, you didn't enjoy all of the, the moments, the small little things yeah. that brought you to that point, which is life, that's life. And you you realize you've been you spent like six months not enjoying life yeah. for this one moment that isn't yeah because it's the thing now. is you're that saying you to yourself that life how it is right now is not enough I need that thing for it to be enough yeah. but the, the problem is there's always another thing there's It'll always never be enough. and yeah. yeah it's because humans and it's kind of like our our biggest blessing and our curse because all of our not all but most of our evolution comes from that from somebody's not happy with something they try to get that something i'm saying like the big career like if you see the people who who move the needle the most like steve jobs like people like that but then it always comes at a risk or at a consequence that most of those people were their day-to-day with no one would enjoy it like if you see elon musk would you like to like work 16 hours a day and then you pass out at the end of the day and then you wake up and it's every day the same thing for him because i don't even know if he likes it or if he just he really just wants his goal kind of thing. And even if on the outside you may get a lot of results like doing that, I would argue that most of those people throughout their life were not the happiest. The ones who are like really crazy going for it like that. So, you know, it's always yeah. kind of a give give and take. Like you can't... For, uh, not Let me... How do I phrase this? Like you can't be that super obsessed guy that is going to get everything and also be at peace with life because those two things don't go hand in hand because if if you would be at peace in life why would you need that thing so much why would you be so in such a hurry to get it it wouldn't make sense yeah yeah it's kind of getting that balance between wanting something and uh, because you, we we need goals in life i think it's a necessary sure. part of life it's just yeah, it's hard to counterbalance that with enjoying the process, but it's something I think there's a there's a different energy from, and you can t- tell the difference between people that are really like banked on like this one thing working out, and people that are like, okay, this I'm doing this thing, I enjoy doing it. Whether it works out, I like I really enjoy it for it to work out, but it's not devastating if it doesn't work out because I'm actually enjoying doing it every day, and like. 
the, I think that's a really annoying thing to listen to, especially if yep. you're just getting into like the space and just like, yeah, but dude, that's bullshit. I need something to, to work towards, to, to be inspired. And, and that's true. You need something to aim for. But what, what, what we're saying is kind of like, you need it, but you also can't need it, for you sure. know? You you want to have it, but not be dependent on it. You want it to be there, like this small thing guiding you, like a GPS guiding you to, to life, but not allowing it we're not allowing for it to become this like overcoming thing that dominates all the aspects of your life because at the end of the day like most people just want to be happy and like have a lead purposeful lives and like you don't need to be that extreme to achieve that thing it's more like a, kind of a, a yeah. daily thing than and just the, the one the, goal what's the word I'm looking for the frustrating part about it is that at least for me, you always want that, like, you know, I want, I'm going to work super hard at this and I'm going to get it. But the best, when I'm at my best is when I don't, when I'm I'm working towards things, but I almost I don't even want them that much. It's like, yeah, sure, it would be good, but I don't need it because I just like the process of it. For example, now I've started doing the gym uh, like five days a week because I, I wanted to build the habit. And I noticed it's like three times it's easy to like, oh, today I don't go, but then I compensate tomorrow and it's like, fuck, it's not going to work. And what I notice is just the experience is so much more pleasurable. Now I'm not even focused in like, oh, what's the results going to bring? It's because my, just the process of it gives me so much already, like gives me energy, building that habit. You feel like you're more healthy, even if you're not necessarily immediately more healthy, but all of those things. And it forces me at least to focus on that process. And for most people, I think it's just finding those things. Not not just kind of maybe to finish this point, not to be so obsessed about that thing, not to be so obsessed, oh, I need a goal to get it. But I, I'm not saying being obsessed is bad. I'm saying being obsessed with the goal, the, the prize is. If you're obsessed with the process, that's totally fine. And that's what, if you see the best athletes like Cristiano Ronaldo, LeBron James, that's what they are. They just, they can win whatever it is. They, they always want more because it's not the, the prize itself so much. It's that daily thing of what they're doing, the daily competition, the daily getting better. Because if they were only focused in the trophies, like Ronaldo would be retired by now. LeBron as well. All of them would not be playing anymore. Because what what is there else to win? You already win this once. So it's kind of like that. But yeah. Also, um, one thing I wanted to talk about that this week I've I've been finding is that... Excuse me. Um... Well, that was pretty much the two main things. The other one is, oh, I want to just tell you, um, I'm we're gonna hopefully tomorrow. I'm gonna upload the video uh, to YouTube. Uh, we're gonna start doing stuff like that as well. Tiago is working on the blog, so you know you're gonna start seeing more content. So if you want, there's something you want, you know, to to have on video, to have on like a blog post, stuff like that. You can just message us on Instagram, you know, and we'll uh, be sure to. Yeah, at past meaning. And, you know, we'll just maybe, hopefully, do something like that. But uh, one thing I wanted to touch on is because yeah. uh, I've been doing the video and editing video, it's not my my expertise, let's say. And I noticed it's <laughs> so many times I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to do videos anymore. Fuck this. It's not even worth it. It's so easy to justify to yourself. Um, like if if something is worth it or not. I was like, yeah, people are not even watched. Like, eh, fuck this. But just because it was not being pleasurable at the moment. And I feel like a very good way also is to just 
if you if you have to be accountable to someone i remember i'd already told you so i was like well at least he's already expecting me to post a video so this can be it because i feel like also if we are left to ourselves the the likelihood of stuff getting done just goes down so much because it, it's easy to justify shit to yourself like yeah there it's not convenient i think i think I, if i were to say like the number one thing that like made this the instagram page yeah. in the podcast it's just that it's just the fact that yeah we have to be accountable you know? to each other so <laughs> that's like this you don't miss yeah there's no going back i guess yeah that's like the biggest thing and that's just an example of you just have to do things regularly and that's how things work but it's just a matter of once again making it easy for you to do those things regularly it's e easier with two of us because there's an extra motivation of like there's some yeah. someone else expecting something from you and so it's not only up to you and that makes it a lot more easier to, to be consistent with something but the end like it's always about being consistent i think when, when getting things to be successful it's just like sometimes mm -hmm. yeah you get those like crazy like once in a lifetime you, you like just like you release one the song road, the yeah. greatest it ever just like like the old town road like, but that's even that, like, there's like a lot of things behind that, you know? There's always a lot of, there's always yep, like your sure. entire life behind it, you know? You don't get to a point out of, out of shield like that. At least I don't believe so. There's like, there's everything you do up until that point yeah. is yeah. working towards that. But and even, and then you think about it, because for him it was so fast, at least the song. I don't, like, for example, and it's so easy because his life before was normal, but now I'm sure he's used to it. And that's, for me, that's so. It's crazy how, how fast humans normal. get used to shit. Like, he is already used to being, like, rich and around celebrities all the time. But, like, six months ago, he was, I don't know, in the yeah. normal house, like, all of us are going to school or working. And it's, But then, and you think that at the moment before, you're like, oh, my God, if I had that to be so crazy. And then you're there for, like, more than a month, and you're like, I'm used to it. Yeah. It's just, it's normal. It's so crazy how, how as humans, we just yeah. also get used the stimulus so fast it's crazy that's why also like mm -hmm. you can't depend on stimulus to make you happy because you know it's gonna you're gonna get used to it regardless of what's the stimulus yeah, because there's nothing in life there's no renewable source of, of stimulus i guess like everything you do gets old like after a yeah. certain point drugs alcohol like even having anger around celebrities like it's it's good the first time it's good the yeah. second and the yeah, third, it becomes uh, normal it's most like you even see, that, yeah, and so and that's so important because it's it's finding that pleasure in the normal. Like Mark Manson talks about this. It's like enjoying the ninety nine percent of life, which is going to be nothing. You know, it's going to be you doing your daily thing, yep. and so make sure you are enjoying doing your daily thing. Because if not, even John Peterson says it. Like if you're spending, right, whatever, even ten minutes a day arguing with like the your your, your children, your wife, your your family, your family, whatever. If you're spending like even. 10 days, like every day, you're spending arguing with someone. Do you think you're going to be like, I, I'm not saying you can be happy with that, but like, don't, don't you think that's going to rob a lot of joy from you? Every day is 10 minutes. Like, add that up. It's a lot of time. After a whole year, that's it's like a lot of time. A lot of days, at least. Yeah, it's just a lot of time. So just like, if you optimize those daily things, it's just, it's, uh, that's, uh, that's just the main concept I'm, I'm kind of pondering now and it's kind of blowing my mind. It's just like, if you really put an effort into making your daily life, like the things that are almost guaranteed to happen every day, good. It's yeah, just absolutely. And, but that's the thing, it's not romantic at all. 
And I, the other day I was looking, I was researching for, oh, some Instagram thing. Or Facebook ads, that was it. And I just t- typed on YouTube, like, Facebook ads something. And every fucking thumbnail was like, how to make $300 a day easy in three weeks or less. Shit like that. And I think, like, that mentality of just need something new now, now, now. Well, it's, the thing is, it's, any fucking thing is, practice this every day and eventually you'll be good at it. If you keep analyzing what your results and, you know, adapting according to that. Eventually, if you do that, like, for one hour per day, then you're going to be good. In, like, one year, you're going to be one of the best. Of, like, not maybe not 1%, but you're right. going to be on the top 10%. It's inevitable. But we don't, like you say, we don't want to listen to that. We just want to think, like, oh, no, it's, uh, it's this new hack. It's going to improve everything. Yeah, yeah, I found the secret. There's no secret for anything. There, it's like, that's the thing. There's no, like, what's yeah. the secret to getting jacked? No secret. Just keep doing this, adjusting, eventually you'll get there. That's it. But we we want to think yeah. it's like, oh, no, it's the right. steroids, it's the protein powders, whatever the fuck it may be. That it's like, that's, okay, removing steroids, that like gives you, I don't know, maybe like 5%, 10% more results. But what about the other 90, you know? Yeah. 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 If you think about it, like, marketing doesn't work once people think that way. Like if everyone thinks that way, most marketing kind of kind of doesn't have an effect because most marketing is predicated on the idea yeah. that this one thing is what's missing on your life. At least that's the idea they try to pass. Like whether it's like the the quick funnels or the, the protein powder that will save your life or whatever. Like every good marketing that like has really good effect, it's just kind of selling to that idea that you are you are only not where you want to be because of this one secret that they have been hiding from you. But now I am going to show you how to get there because I'm just a nice guy. And I, yeah, you, you're like, yeah. If, if, I, that, if that's me two years that's ago, that's the course, that, baby. Like, yeah, that, that's it, bro. I, I don't agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that because I've, I've been doing everything else for like a week and I still haven't got the results. So yeah. why not take no, the protein it's, powder? It's crazy. And I mean, it's so important just to realize that. Absolutely. And yeah, it's just, it, it, the thing is, it takes a big mindset shift. And especially nowadays with so many dopamine spikes in general, like social media, YouTube, how you put it as well there, it's very hard to just focus on the consistency because the consistency requires you getting used to finding pleasure in it. It's not pleasurable by default most of the times, you know, while as watching a YouTube video is, while thinking it's going to work in six months is, while going to McDonald's, you get the immediately flavor spike. But if you're eating like chicken with salad, maybe not immediately. So that's the thing. It's that's why also, you know, don't try to do everything at once. And I, I say this to who's listening, but I say it to myself as well, which is it's now it's kind of controlled, but for me it's very easy to just start. I'm gonna stack habits on top of each other, I'm gonna be the fucking best. And then after two weeks, I'm not doing any of them anymore. It's better to start one and maybe imagine if you just start one new habit. I'm going to go be dramatic. Like every three months, you start a new habit. After like one year, that's three healthy new habits yeah. you have. After three years, it's nine. And it's like, cool. yeah, my, or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and yeah. then it's, yeah, if, if you stack that's that not, over a lifetime, yeah. you reach the time you're like 40 and you're a machine. But it's the thing is, it feels like a long yeah, time. Yeah, it yeah. is a long time until there. And no one wants to, you know, just wait for shit. Because then it's it's that thing because yeah. the the thing of wanting it now 
is that something is missing from what from your current experience of life and so you don't want to wait 20 years to get that thing mm -hmm. you want it now and that's why th that marketing works because it promises you you know right now the thing yeah and and that's like the I, I, first, I first heard that concept was in the So Loud Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. Where he talks about happiness. Where like everyone in the self-help in, industry was kind of for a while they were all talking like about happiness. It's like you, you need to be happy, do these things to, to be happy. And like it's, you put it well, like if you're always focusing on being happy, you're always reinforcing yeah. the idea that you aren't happy already. And, and that's kind of sad when you think about it because yeah, most people that search for self-help books is because they're uh, unsatisfied with some certain aspects of their lives, and so they they go for that. But the thing is also like if you're always focusing so hard on that one thing you're missing, it just I think it kind of turns yeah, you you're the guy who doesn't have that thing. It becomes harder for you. Yeah, and then it's harder for you to get to get rid of it because it, it's now it's your identity. So like even if okay, we all want to be happy. That's obvious, but. Don't obsess about it. Don't be like, I, I need to do this to be happy, or I need that one thing. It's, I think it's hard, and I, I definitely emphasize with people that like are going to, to a rough time, like a rough period in life, and just want to be happy and stuff. But and so it's like it's kind of a hard thing to, to talk about to give advice because it's kind of so out of range of what I've ever felt. But if you always try to just focus on being happy, I think you you just you, you open space for some so much like other bad stuff to enter into your life just because you're yeah. desperate to achieve this one thing, this this happiness. And also, you, you maybe create this kind of mental idea around happiness that is wrong. It's just wrong. Like, you won't, no one ever... Like, happiness isn't just... At least for me, isn't feeling good all the time. It's, it's kind of this baseline of joy that you have. But it's not like you're going to feel good every single day. And you're not supposed to. Just recognize that there's some days you'll feel good, some days you'll feel bad, and that's kind of all part of life. It's good to try to improve it, but... Yeah, and for me, like, what you just touched on, idea. is just accepting that there's bad days, there's good days, that's it. It's not... Because otherwise, when whenever you're having a bad day, you're going to be like, oh my God, something's wrong, I need to fix this. Maybe not. Sometimes, or even bad emotions, if they're happening, they're supposed to be happening for some reason. It's... You know, you can try to fix them, but a lot of the times you just need to deal with it for that day and then tomorrow is better. And just accept that. Because that's the thing, if yeah. you're always also like trying to, oh, I need to be happy. Oh, I'm not happy. You're reinforcing the idea that you are not happy. You know, like a person who's happy doesn't need to read books on happy. Doesn't, or for example, let's say a guy who's, uh, for example, if you're a man, you need to every day say in the mirror, like, I'm a man, I'm a man. You know you are. The same thing, if you were, and and imagine if you were trying to read books on how to become a man, you're more, most often you're more reinforcing the idea that you're not than that you are. Because when you are, you don't need to prove to yourself or to anyone that you are. So that, that especially like that happiness thing is, what is required in my opinion is a mindset shift. Because at the end of the day, happiness is just, it's a, a process, it's a habit. Uh, maybe an uh, agglomerate of other ha other habits that give yeah. you that feeling, it's but it's it's derived from actions, despite mm -hmm. any of that. So it's not. Yeah. yeah, it's not as metaphysical as people like may think it is. It's it's really all about uh, there's like there's concrete stuff that we know that make people happier. Like if you're not 
if you're not living a healthy diet, getting a healthy diet will most likely make you happier. If you're not doing exercise, exercise will make you happier. If you're not sleeping enough and you would not enough quality, if you fix that, you'll have a better quality. If you don't have good relationships, you fix that and you have a good relationship, you'll be happier. So it's not like, it's, it isn't this metaphysical thing where you need this quick for it to happen. No, it's just yeah. a, a sum of all of the good and bad things that you're doing in life. And if you have enough things in check... Yeah, because really it's also not like a destination. Because be if better. one of, if like two of those things are off, then you're not at it anymore. It's more, at least for me, there's that quote, uh, excellence is not an act, but an habit. Therefore, like, um, therefore, excellence, yeah, it's like that. It's okay. If I, I butchered that quote completely, but <laughs> but it is that it, it's it's not a thing you do and then you're there. It's a thing that you must constantly keep doing. It's like pushing a a rock up a mountain that never ends. If you stop pushing it, it, it falls down. And then you have to push it again. But that is, and I think um, we can probably end on this topic. It's just realizing that it's it is a process. It's not it's not your you're going to be doing this and then oh, you can stop and now you're in the beach drinking water from a coconut and you're happy. No. If you stop sleeping well, eating well, drinking well, then you're going to go back to the same shitty emotional state you were in. That's And sometimes it's as simple as yeah. that. Like we tr Sometimes it complicates shit so much. It's like, oh, I don't know. I've been thinking about it. Well, no shit you're sad. You've been thinking about it. You don't need to think about it. You need to, I mean, maybe a bit, but just to, like you mm -hmm. think about the things that are going to improve that. Also, nowadays, there's so many, like, fuck the victim mentality. It's like, oh, yes, but... Dude, it's, you can hear when people are not even trying to figure the problem out. They just want to feel... Just want attention for feeling like they're victims. And then you're like... Okay, you don't... Because most people, I feel like the, the ones that are like, oh, I, want, I just want to be happy. Actually, you don't want. Those people actually don't... They just want attention for being like victims of not being able to get there. If you really want to, it doesn't take that long to figure out the things that make you live a good life because they're not that hard for the most part, you know? And even with those people, like, those are the persons I empathize the most with because it's like they are so disconnected from what they really want to. It's it's just sad. And I think those are the people that really need, like, it's, it's, good. it's like the, the challenge is to really, like, listen to those people and oh, yeah, not want to kind of get angry at them. But I think it's only do doable by compassion. But if if you even if you like if you review if like if you see yourself and what we are saying right now, if like if you like think you complain uh, regularly and just I'm just well, I think we just encourage you to uh, yeah. think about why you complain. Like well, what are you expecting from complaining when you, when you say it? Like because when you complain, you always complain to someone or that you usually do. And so what do you expect the people to, to say to you? And why do you want them to say whatever you want them to say? It's just kind of taking the first step into realizing that maybe you need some priority, like change some priorities or that just trying to figure out what you really want in, in life, I guess, is the... Like, yeah, the, the and why, yeah, it's like you were saying, like, why do you want those things? And if you never stop to think about it, you never know. A lot of times it's just like you just want to feel, like all of us, important. And that's just the way you, for some reason decided that that was it maybe most time most of the times it's not conscious it's not a conscious like people complain a lot it's not because it wasn't a conscious decision maybe they did it once and they got attention and their brain just was like oh this works so we're gonna do this and the only way i feel like it's you have to you know sit with yourself in a room and come to that conclusion
but that's it. It's also the, the big thing I want people to take away is that, you know, most things are not that important, you know, like, well, what, what if you don't never get become happy? What's, you know, you're still alive at the end of the day. It's not, it's not that important. <laughs> most things are not that important. Like, like, okay, it's whatever. Yeah. We put so much pressure, but what if you don't get it? What, what happens? Huh? You don't get it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, what if you don't get it. anything that you want? Mm -hmm. What if you're average for the rest of your life? Is it that bad? Yeah. No, not really. So, you know, absolutely. Yeah. A great quote to end on, but yeah. So I think we can end on that. If you have any complaints, <laughs> you can text us. And uh, yeah, yeah so we'll see you next week for hopefully where we can finish the Letters from a Stoic review. We can finish that and yeah, can move on to the next book. Yeah. With that being said, uh, this was the Searching for Meaning podcast and we'll yeah. see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.